This is the More Than Fitness Podcast with Matt McLeod. Okay, guys, I don't know how to start this right now, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Today is a very special guest. Um, He's with me in person. Uh, He's been with me in my life for my entire 25 years. And uh, today's special guest is uh, my brother, Blake. Blake, how you doing, bro? Doing great. Thanks for uh, finally having me on. I know, right? I think it's uh, a long time coming. We just had a glorious dinner at uh, Red Lobster and uh, had some amazing Cheddar Bay biscuits. And uh, now we are ready to uh, have a nice little formal chat here. And these things... Like it was with Mal, whenever I had it with Mal, these are just kind of awkward in the very beginning because <laughs> you don't really know where to start. But uh, but yeah, thanks uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, I have no idea where to start, where we go from here. But yeah, it's glad to finally be on here, be the second part of the family, I guess. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, been down the right down the road from Lexington. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's finally. Uh, but it's good. Glad to be on here. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. We're gonna, we'll go ahead and we're gonna do a, a brief little personal background here. Obviously, I know all the shit that we're about to talk about, um, but just for a little bit of context for you guys, um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take things back uh, a little bit. So I think, I think it's, it's only fitting that we start with your, uh, you know what? I'm going to treat you just like just like other guests. I'm gonna, whenever whenever you meet somebody uh, in a bar or uh, whenever you meet somebody for the first time at a restaurant or something like that, what do you tell them that you do? Yeah, three years ago, that probably would have been a lot easier to say what I do. Uh, easy answer is um, I'm a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. So most people, so uh, most people think of me as counting pills, slinging pills. Um, you work for Big Pharma. Work for Big Pharma. Yes. Uh, Walgreens, CVS. Um, I took a little different route with uh, with pharmacy about a year and a half ago. So I'm a pharmacist that specializes in peptides. So even uh, f- other pharmacists are like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And uh, so then it just kind of leads into a rabbit hole. So a lot of the times I usually just stick with the, the easy, um, I'm a pharmacist. So I can get into the what I do a little more. Yeah, we'll get into, uh, we'll get into all the logistics but, later on. But, but yeah, uh, it sounds... Yeah. Legal drug dealer or pharmacist? Yes, legal <laughs> legal, <laughs> legal drug dealer. Yeah. Um, that, that sounds about right. It sounds like how whenever I introduce myself as an online personal trainer or whatever, it's like I'm just a trainer and a, a registered dietitian. That's yeah. it. I'm not a... I'm not a, a, a peptide pharmacist <laughs> yeah. or I'm not an online personal trainer. I'm just I'm just a trainer and a registered dietitian. Yeah, I try to keep it basic, especially if I don't feel like going into all the details and explaining oh them because then it just opens up a can of worms and they ask all these questions and they're like, oh, like what do you, can I do for this? What can I do for that? And I was like, yeah. I, yeah, I could not imagine. <laughs> I, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so so he's he we, clearly we know who who got the brains in the family. Um He's a uh, he's a pretty smart dude. He's helped me uh, not fail multiple chemistry classes, uh, and and we've 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 been uh, uh, good good friends for for as long as I can remember. So this will this will be a fun little insight into uh, into our family, and you'll probably notice plenty of sim- similarities as well. Um, but let's take it back. 
uh, a little bit because I, I think your story is interesting and I think it's it can apply to a lot of people uh, who are trying to uh, figure out what they want to do with their life. And uh, I feel like you've gone on several different paths that uh, other people may be on right now as well. So as far as your schooling, what did you do for undergrad in college? Yeah, so for undergrad, so I went to the University of Kentucky uh, like you did. Uh, I started a degree in human nutrition. I've always been into, yeah, (laughs) I've always been into, uh, into, you know, being active, somewhat eating, you know, at least being acknowledgeable, acknowledged of what I eat. And he looks like he lifts. It's all good. (laughs) So I tried to, I've always been like Matt, I've always been, you know, active in sports, specifically football. So I think football really laid the foundation um, to my getting into kind of health and fitness training. Um, yeah. Cause you lifted, that's, that's basically how I did too. You lifted a lot in high school football as well. Yeah, for sure. You yeah, got into was, it. You got into it. Pretty yeah. Hard. I got into it pretty heavily. Not as much as you did. You definitely, uh, took it to the next level and that's <laughs> took your, took your game to the next level. That's but, true. That's true. Uh, you were definitely, you were definitely bigger, uh, bigger than me in, in high school <laughs> no <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that i may have you beaten now at this point but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh we can just blame the peptides on that yeah yeah exactly yeah guys so an inside source yeah basically blake's on tons of steroids now and he's just fucking jacked out of his mind uh no i'm just kidding yeah, jacked not. five eight kid no it's a, it's all yeah <laughs> Five eight and just as just as wide as he is tall and uh, yeah no no it's it's every everything's legal we're we're all good here <laughs> but uh, yeah so you got into you got into lifting you and then that's what kind of led you to the nutrition field in college and did you know uh, so you're a pharmacist now did you know that pharmacy was what you wanted to do kind of from the get so I was kind of between I knew healthcare was definitely the way I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was, I mean, obviously. What was that from? Why? I don't know. Was it from mom? Yeah. So I don't know if some of it had to do with mom being, you know, obviously working with doctors and just being working in the hospital for so long. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think the other big thing too was just like, I'm basically illiterate. I can't can't read. (laughs) (laughs) I can't write. Uh, So math and science was definitely always my strong suit. He's a nerd, guys. That's (laughs) that's what he's trying to say. Yeah. So the math and science, specifically science, um, was always of interest to me. Mm -hmm. Um, The biology, the biochemistry, the chemistry. So all the things that you probably didn't. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) I... I, I respect them and I think that I think the biology and chemistry and, and all the, all, the math stuff y- y- you know eh, a little bit it's cool I respect it all completely but as far as being good at it I was okay I'm okay with biology and things but as far as chemistry goes it's just yeah no you're you compound peptides now so clearly <laughs> yeah. chemistry was kind of your thing yeah um, so yeah. okay cool uh, so that that always just came of interest to me. Yeah. Um, and it just, I mean, I guess fortunately it came easier to me. So uh, I knew healthcare was definitely something I wanted to do. Um, so it was kind of between pharmacy. I did think about physical therapy uh, at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I just kind of swayed away from that to go towards either pharmacy or uh, medical school. Mm-hmm. So either a doctor or a pharmacist. Um, and I think mom honestly played more of a role or mom's role with doctors and just being around doctors and then mm-hmm. 
knowing, and it's not all doctors, obviously, but knowing kind of the life that some of the doctors have to lead um, with just, right long just hours, long and hours. They don't really get to spend Lots time with their family yeah. as much, and mm-hmm. and then obviously schooling. I mean, yeah, schooling goes on forever. So I just I decided I didn't want to go and be in school mm-hmm. um, until I was thirty or beyond, right? Um, and then come out and then still have crazy hours. Yeah. So I wanted kind of a something that had a work life uh, balance. Right, at least at least a, a little bit better than yeah. the doctor's hours. Exactly. So, uh, so that's where I took the role was uh, to go to pursue pharmacy. Uh, obviously, it was convenient that UK had the uh, has one of the top five uh, top pharmacy schools in the nation. So I obviously I toured there. They at, when I toured there, it was a brand new building. It was actually the biggest pharmacy education building in the world so okay that's you know, lit they have things to uh they definitely had the things to wow me yeah um to go on top of my interest so i was like all right i'm gonna do it and then one of my best friends zach who you know yeah yeah, yeah. obviously he was doing decided to do pharmacy as well mm-hmm. and then uh my roommate you know he was doing medical school so kind of worked out we all had the same classes yeah um, it's in, do you think if you had I'm always interested if people would have maybe like different friends or different surroundings. So like what if moms, so everybody that doesn't know, my mom uh, basically hires doctors at our local hospital back home. Uh, She's the director of outpatient services. And so obviously we're a little bit skewed towards the, uh, we're a little bit biased whenever it comes to one of working in uh, healthcare. So, So that's where that comes from. But then also you have multiple friends who are wanting to go into it as well do you think maybe if you were around different people you would i mean clearly clearly you you're you excelled in the the science field um uh and and the math field just came a little bit easier so i think that you were probably just drawn to that type of work and pharmacy i guess kind of fit yeah for sure i mean like i said i hated writing Mm -hmm. still hate writing yeah uh hated reading still hate reading <laughs> yeah. so why i i do a lot of or i listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. uh that's kind of what and then if i listen to or have any kind of book interest mm-hmm. i i do the audio book yeah i have someone else read to right. me right yeah um, but yeah go. i think i can definitely see if i had other friends that were more interested in english or arts mm-hmm. and things like that i think it would be a little different but i think where i was so uh strong towards the math and science right That's i just knew my only way to, to go with mm-hmm. college was was some type of science field and like i said the nutrition and then the drugs the interest yeah and, well, so i worked did, in a pharmacy as well right so okay well yeah and we'll get there you did nutrition so you did nutrition as your undergrad and then uh yeah so as people know like in order to get into pharmacy school you can you choose like any undergrad degree yeah, so to that go was kind of nice with pharmacy school and especially and different than medical school is you don't actually so i didn't actually get a degree i declared for human nutrition degree mm-hmm. um i would say actually majority of my class did not get a degree, but I don't know that for certain, but mm-hmm. a lot of people did not get a degree. So all you have to do is get the prerequisites. Right. Um, some did it in two years. Uh, I did it in three years mm-hmm. of undergrad prereqs, and then you can go straight into pharmacy school. Which well, that's still awesome. Four years. So yeah. So seven years total. Seven years for pharmacy. Is, yeah. That's like- so yeah. So it's like I said, it's way better than 
you know, 12 years, a lot of times with, uh, with medical school and residency. So, right. Right. And being in state obviously helped a little bit with financials given, I mean, I know pharmacy school is still not cheap. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. no, not at all. But yeah, I know that being in state still helps there. And it also helps that they were top five, whatever yeah. in the U S yeah. So that definitely helped. And, uh, but yeah, so if so, yeah, if I didn't get into pharmacy school, I pretty much threw all my eggs into that, and then I was not gonna, I was gonna be without a degree. Yeah, that's that is interesting. That is something that I think that a lot of people don't think about as, or or like in your case, like you literally, uh, yeah, if I you failed know, out, it's all or nothing. School, yeah, I had no, I had no backup plan whatsoever. Because I mean, there was definitely kids, obviously, that did not make it through pharmacy school. And they failed out. Do you think was that a big motivator for you? Was it like a kind of like your back was against the wall? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I knew I had, there was no other options. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I guess I could always go back and work for dad. Yeah, that's work true. With our, dad. our dad owns an auto body shop. So, <laughs> I mean, from, from, from wannabe pharmacist to auto body shop, there's a little bit of a stretch there, but yeah, he's not wrong. We could always go back always and, go and back work there. for dad and fix we, cars. I feel like we get that question all the time. Why didn't you go and take over dad's business? I and mean, that's true. But I mean, Matt and I will be the first to tell you our, uh, his girlfriend and my wife are probably more handy than either, either <laughs> yeah. of us. Well, our our plan is to make enough money so that we can pay someone else to do it. That's always been my plan. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I so said I can change the light bulb, but uh, anything <laughs> other than that, I'm gonna have to hire someone. He's, to, uh, he's keeping the bar high. Yeah. So yeah. when Dad listens to this, he'll probably be shaking his head. But <laughs> yeah, I, he will. I, for sure. I still cut my own grass. Yeah. There you go. Good, good for you, <laughs> yeah. man. He so, washes dishes, everything, guys. Yeah. This guy can do it take all. Take the trash out, and he can also compound peptides. That's yeah. it. That's, so uh, you know, some people, some people can do certain things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so I had no backup plan, and you know, I mean, obviously, I was never. I always had confidence in myself that I wasn't going to literally fail out of pharmacy school. Right. I mean, I knew it was going to be hard, but I, there was definitely in the back of my mind, even once I graduated, I was like, "Shit, if I don't pass this test, you know, the boards at the end." Right. I can have a doctorate in pharmacy, but what the hell does that do for me if I don't pass my boards? Yeah, yeah, because you're not guaranteed, no, even just like everybody who gets a, just a regular four-year degree. It's, yeah. Even now, it's like you're not guaranteed anything. No, so I was like, if I don't pass these, this mm. exam, two exam, I have to pass the law exam and then the mm -hmm. the boards. So I was like, well, there's... there's it's like there's of, always something next. Yeah. I feel like, especially when it comes to pharmacy or like being a doctor or, or physical therapy or something like that, or even, I mean, with me, like first I had my undergrad and then I was like, okay, now I've got to do the internship. Okay. Finish that. And now I've got to do the RD exam. It's like, okay, now I did that. It's like, all right, now I've got to do the important part and like actually yeah, make a adult. career. Yeah. Yeah. You got to become an adult and actually Sucks. like make money and like do stuff and have responsibilities. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I, I think that that is, that is, it's just, it's scary. And then, so, so you, uh, so then of course you, you pass, you pass all those, you pass the boards, um, everything from there. So what did you, upon graduating everything after you graduated college and then pass your exams and everything like that, like what was your thought process on getting a job? Yeah, so a lot, especially now with pharmacy, um, it's getting super, super competitive. Um, with the jobs more so. So there's more and more pharmacy schools opening up, which is not a good thing mm. uh, because quality is going down and there's they are working on that to try to limit uh, the number of pharmacy schools. But 
So it's requiring, or it's not requiring, but it's kind of forcing a lot of new grads and pharmacists to look at further training. So like residency. Right. Um, Even so, more shit on top yeah. of what have they already yeah. done, which Even is already impossible. Yeah. So to specialize. So a lot of people, like I said, when you think of pharmacists, you think of Walgreens, CVS, or in a hospital pharmacy down in the basement. Yeah. Um, so I got to experience quite a few different specialties. So, you know, one of my favorite one, which I told you about was the emergency room, um, mm -hmm. at the university of Kentucky where, um, you know, I got to see a lot of shit <laughs> right. coming through there. Right. Um, you know, a lot of different gunshot wounds, you know, obviously drug overdoses and things like that. But anyway, so a lot of people now are being, uh, encouraged to go and seek further training for residencies to specialize, whether it's in emergency medicine or, uh, critical care, cardiology, mm -hmm. um, or industry. So working for the pharmaceutical companies like Eli Lilly that make the drugs, right. um, or sales or, or whatever the case may be. So there's actually, there's a lot of different avenues that you can go with pharmacy, which is, which I do, uh, which I did, uh, enjoy with that. So, right. um, I don't even know if you remember, but I, so I always even going through pharmacy school, um, I've always kind of had the entrepreneurial uh, spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like you do. Yeah. Um, so I never liked the traditional uh, pharmacy. Right. Just, you didn't want to go just work just at go, CVS or Walgreens yeah, or something. Give people drugs to, you know, to get that has all these side effects and just keep piling on more and more prescriptions mm -hmm. for people. Um, mm -hmm. When I knew the benefits of the healthy diet and right. I knew the benefits of exercise. So I really wanted to. Uh, open my own pharmacy um, at some point. So I would go to these conferences throughout school and look at all the new innovative pharmacies throughout the country that are doing more than just slinging pills. So uh, one of the ones that caught my attention the most was actually, in, I don't remember, it was North or South Carolina, but um, they had a gym connected to their pharmacy they had a smoothie bar. It was North Carolina, I yeah. believe. But yeah, yeah. No, I and remember was, you talking about it. So it was, you know, I was like, this is it. So they had so workout they had, classes. Right. So they had a pharmacy, basically, and a gym. And then like, so it was kind of, did they have an RD on staff as well? Yeah, so they had an RD on staff. So right. So you have nutrition, you have exercise, and then you have the, the pharmacology side of things as well. And that's like, for for everyone, like that, that's complete uh, uh, that's the complete whatever, like healthcare plan, basically. Yeah. And that was their mindset. They were like, we're not here to put you on more pills. We're here to honestly get you off of these pills mm. so you don't have to come see us mm. anymore. So they were right. like, they promoted. Crazy you know, idea, you know, right? For sure, for diabetes, they had diabetes classes to teach, you know, diabetics how to, how to eat properly, mm -hmm. um, different workout plans um, to keep them active. So I was like, wow, that's, this is nothing around of course, there's nothing like this around Kentucky because everyone here is, right. is overweight. Yeah. And, uh, no, it's ridiculous. And no one likes to uh, exercise. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know, uh, this is perfect for me. So um, I, I, that's when I actually talked to you about. I was like, look, we could do something like this down the road, um, you know, because obviously you were still in school. Right. Um, I was on my path to become a registered dietitian. So we were like, well, why don't we start our own version of this, this, uh, um, um, uh, whatever, like trio of, of care. Basically you have, you have, I could do the diet and exercise part and then he could do the pharmacy part and we could just build a business and, a, 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 a you know, we could do this thing together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could have your own gym. We, I mean, we could literally make it whatever we wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I mean, and with both of us being pretty creative with business ideas and things like that, you know, right. I definitely thought that was something that I uh, wanted to do. But obviously, coming out of pharmacy school, you have a little bit of debt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got to make money pretty quickly. Yeah. So you um, can't just uh, start a business right outside of yeah, 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 with with no money. Right, uh, right, right. So I uh, I decided to go back to good old Ashland, Kentucky, mm-hmm. our hometown. Yep, where I uh, so I had worked as a technician there at a family, not our family, but a family owned independent pharmacy. I'd worked there for I don't know six years or so uh, as a technician. Luckily, he had a job opening for me when I. Graduated, so I went there, worked uh, for two years, had to convince my wife, who's from the Lexington area. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ashland wasn't a desirable place. Uh, yeah, but so Ashland's got about 20,000 people. Uh, it's got a mall, movie theater, and that's about it. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it was, yeah, so it, and I, you know, I, I made it look clear to my parents as well yeah. uh, that, Look, I'm gonna keep coming back here, but I don't plan on staying here. Right. I mean, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, and I think that people often will think like coming right out of school, they just fail to see the longer term plan. And it's like if you have to go home and then live at home for a little bit, uh, whatever, dig yourself out of debt, work at a local place that you've already worked at in the past as a tech. It's like sometimes, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I mean, it was comfortable, you know. It, I knew, you know, as a job coming out as a pharmacist, obviously it was a comfortable role for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so we ended up buying a house there. You know, it was a, it's obviously much cheaper to live there. Parents could help out in any way they w- could. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so worked there for two years, helped put a huge chunk on my debt. Right. Um, which that obviously helps with my wife being a financial advisor. Yeah. So props to her. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so we put a huge chunk in debt and after about two years, um, you know, we were like, all right, let's just start looking towards the Lexington area. Um, and uh, like I said, the pharmacy positions or pharmacist positions are really saturated, especially around the Lexington area. Cause it's a desirable area after school there. Right. So you're just looking for job openings yeah, in the Lexington area, anywhere around the Lexington area. We mm-hmm. both were ready to go back mm-hmm. and took a while. So, um, I probably searched for six to eight months. Right. Um, and finally found, uh, I found one, which is not one I wanted, but it was a Walgreens position, typical pharmacist. But I was like, all right, whatever, it'll get me in that area, yeah, make me connections, and then I can just, at least I'll be in that area, a bigger city, and then I can move from right. there, from yeah. move positions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I essentially, essentially accept, almost accepted their offer um, until I found um, another company that I'd never heard of. Right. Um, this is still cr- so crazy to me <laughs> that this ended up happening to you and that it was just so random and sh- like the coincidence of you finding this company um, is just, it still blows my mind to this day. But yeah, continue on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah, so I was just still, obviously still searching just because you never know what's going to pop up on any one day. Um, and I saw a compounding pharmacy I was like, oh, sweet. That would be so much better. Um, and it was in Nicholasville, Kentucky, which is like 10, 15 minutes outside of Lexington. And so I was like, this is perfect. So 
I was like, I've never heard of this pharmacy before ever. And I've, you know, been in Lexington for eight years doing pharmacy. And I was like, how did I never hear about this? But did you know anything about compounding at all? Like compounding peptides or anything? Definitely not peptides. <laughs> yeah, not peptides. Yeah, learn, that's true. I didn't learn anything about peptides uh, in pharmacy school. Right, which is so uh, interesting already. Yeah. But, so, but yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, as far as compounding, I mean, you, you do some, you have a class in school, so you do a semester of compounding. Right, right, right. You compound capsules, creams. But you have the foundational knowledge to be able to put the pieces together. Yeah, so I was like, whatever, I can, I feel confident enough, I can figure this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna wing it. So you saw the opening. All right, sweet, I'm gonna, so I showed my wife, Kristen, and uh, I was looking on their website, and I was like, this looks awesome. Cause I was like, they do, you know, they work on stem cells, they do, they specialize in peptides, wherever the hell that is. <laughs> yeah. And they do a lot of IV therapy. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I looked at the staff and then I saw the two pharmacists. And this was the crazy part. So one of the pharmacists, Kirk, who you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, um, the girl he was with was uh, Kristen's big during college. Oh, okay. And so I had met him once before. Right. At a tailgate. Fucking coincidence. Kentucky. Is this ridiculous? Yeah. This is just ridiculous. I don't and understand. I remembered meeting him. That's why I recognized him. I was like, hey, I, we've met him once. And all he did, he did the exact same thing I talked about in the beginning of the podcast was I asked him what he did. And he was like, I'm just a pharmacist. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I just work at a compounding I'm pharmacy. Just, I'm just a pharmacist. Yeah. So he didn't mention, he didn't go into any details about the peptides, which like I said, that's the typical thing to do now. Right, right, right. Um, this, this is this. Just so everyone knows, we'll get there in the future. But this, this job is not a typical Walgreens CBS job. Let's just say that. No, it's not at all. And then, uh, so then, uh, so I was looking, and then the other pharmacist, which is the pharmacist in charge, Kristen used to go to his house oh. for Christmas. Oh, so I didn't even realize this. Yeah. So her family, her, her mom, and John's I mean, ex-wife now, but. Mm-hmm were like best friends wow so they spent holidays together so she was like oh my god i know him so yeah sweet we got two connections this can happen both in the same the same uh uh department that you're trying to get into both of them were pharmacists so those were the two that uh interviewed me wow so i was like this is awesome uh so i just don't screw it up and you're good to go i was like all right i I really have to screw this up (laughs) right so yeah so i got an interview um, took a tour of the pharmacy, not your typical pharmacy. And it, it's like, yeah. So think of like, think of like a, a millennial pharmacy basically is what it is. So there's like, there's like, white there's like, yeah, there's white everywhere. There's like glass rooms, you know what I'm saying? Where you very can modern. see inside. It's very modern. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's just, yeah, it's just very clean looking. Um, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's, I, I've been there on a few occasions. It's, it's, it's a pretty sweet place. Yeah. So it's, that comes from the, uh, the owner, the business guy, but, uh, yeah, so I took a tour. Um, they were very convincing there, uh, as far as what they're doing. Um, they'd only been open for two years. Did we say the name yet? Did yeah. We... So I don't know. So Taylor made compounding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Taylor made compounding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, I was like, wait a second. I don't know if we've said the name yet or not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Taylor made compounding. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So it all, I mean, it worked out perfectly. They convinced me. Um, they offered me the job at the time. I took a, a pretty big pay cut to go. And mm-hmm. I was like, so that, that was our biggest decision because I was like, what the hell am I getting myself into? I don't know what peptides are. Mm. I was like, I have this offer at Walgreens. And actually in the same week, 
I got an offer from another independent family owned pharmacy uh, right outside of Lexington. I was like, perfect. That's that's what I would love mm-hmm. uh, because it's comfortable. And I was like, this is what I know. I know the I know the owner. I was like, it'll be easy. It's you know a nine to five, nine to you know six job, right? And so just the safe, that's the safer option. 100%. It was the safer right. option. Because TaylorMade um, Taylor just a startup. It like was the two compounding, years, two years the pl- old whenever the, I started. Right. The place that he's at. So it was only two years old. It's a startup. Uh, it's a it's a compounding place, which he knows minimal about. Uh, the pay cut, the pay is going to be a, a little bit less. Uh, and then he's got these other options that are going to be safer and also higher pay. Yeah, for sure. So, of course, I was, you know, I was obviously talking with my wife and like what do i do and Mm -hmm. me being like i said the entrepreneurial spirit and like i'm definitely the riskier one Mm -hmm. she is definitely let's play it safe she's a financial advisor financial advisor let's not take risk let's just take this money and uh it's her job you know we're still in debt and right taking this big pay cut is going to really drag that on Mm -hmm. um but after i talked with her i just told her i was like look i'm gonna regret this i know it mm-hmm. if or i said i don't want to regret taking the safe option yeah and then being like what if and you especially because that safe option i mean walgreens and cvs i don't think you're going out of business anytime yeah. soon necessarily so it's like if you need to go back to there you always and that was my thought process of like whatever i've said it. If, if this if i get fired if i hate my life right or if we go under right which is funny thinking back now well now that we're where we're at now I'm yeah, yeah going yeah. under but uh right yeah, so I was like, whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. And Kristen was fully supportive. She was like, All right, yeah, she says, Only you know the best decision. This is your you know, your your realm. Right. So I know you're gonna do what's best for us. So I was like, All right, let's I, I wanna do it. I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, and we haven't looked back since and uh yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah, so what 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 would be like uh what's your typical uh duties there as yeah. as the so you're the head pharmacist now basically. yeah so yeah so i started out obviously just a staff pharmacist there was uh i was the third one mm-hmm. um and so now there's five of us about to be six of us pharmacists um oh wow so i didn't even realize that yeah from the initial so when i started story. last so i started almost two years ago not quite two years ago mm-hmm. uh there was about 15 of us total employees 15 employees 15 total employees were over 70 uh employees now i didn't yeah no i didn't realize that uh yeah so um yeah so i I was a regular pharmacist and like i said i've always been you know one to entrepreneurial trying to continuously move up come up with ideas i think the owner it's just more exciting yeah for sure it's the same way that i I don't want to just be staff pharmacist i said i want to do more and i saw Mm -hmm. so it's owned uh, by two people i guess so it started out we have a sister pharmacy in melbourne australia yeah so okay yeah that's important to bring up how okay so taylor made compounding like uh how many are like where are they in the world or how many are there so yeah so i guess how it came here so yeah so like i said we have a sister pharmacy in melbourne australia that's been doing peptides for uh, almost 15 years now. Uh, mm-hmm. This t- took off really over there. Um, it really got its name, I guess, over there, obviously, from for performance. So um, there was uh, so the, a rugby team, famous rugby team over there, essentially similar right. to like the New England Patriots over here. Right. So they're working uh, with hardcore athletes. Yeah. So they got, they well, originally they got into a little bit of trouble because they didn't know what all these were. 
Um, so that all that did, w- which mm-hmm. was good, it caused regulations. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. that just blew up the market. So because it's I mean, so cutting edge, it. they're like, if these people are using it, I got to be using it. It's cutting edge. So right. Um, so Nima Alavi, who is the pharmacist over in Australia, right. met my the business or the the other par- partner in right. Taylor Made Company, Jeremy Delk, who was just a he's a crazy business guy, a very intelligent <laughs> yeah. business guy. Uh, and they saw that no one was doing it here in the States. So they wanted to be first to market. So in 2016, uh, they started Taylor made compounding here in Nicholasville, Kentucky, right outside of Lexington. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we've got, so, so it's in Australia and then, uh, in Lexington and Dubai. then Dubai. Okay. Is Dubai the, is that the third? Well, is, is that the one that came most recent Dubai? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So you're so getting there. Okay. Got it. You're getting there. Um, yeah. So, and then, um, yeah, so they took off in 2016 and so that, yeah, so that was n- not even four years ago. Um, startup and I right. Mean, I just got back this weekend from being named, uh, not me, but, uh, Taylor <laughs> May just got back. There was 10 of us that went to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, for us being uh, number 21 fastest growing, companies uh in the country on inc 500 list and then we're number fourth fastest growing healthcare company in the country so yeah just to put that in perspective other what are some of the other companies so inc inc 500 yeah and you're you're number 21 in the country yeah so we saw a nine a little over a nine thousand percent growth in nine thousand percent is just that's just like comical it's just like unheard of but so other companies that were in positions like this at one point yeah i mean under armor microsoft apple maybe you've heard of them (laughs) maybe i don't know yeah um but yeah was there last year so so the the company is doing well it's doing really well so it's yeah it's doing really well but also came with crazy chaos frustration chaos just growing that fast yeah um has been yeah it's been crazy uh and you've had to adapt and try to you got to adapt and you got to grow and i mean even you've been there and you've seen that just the construction we're actually uh constructing tearing down another wall now Mm -hmm. and building another um room yeah we are just continuously building on to our constantly building and constantly hiring more people basically yeah and all positions but uh i mean that's kind of what i like i like i hate being uh, stuck in the mud and doing the same thing. So over you've, and over you've again. got you got you've got Walgreens where you're you're chilling there behind the counter and you're 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 dealing with some 85 year old man trying to get his meds and you've got a 28 year old drug addict who's trying to get whatever some Sudafed or something crazy or <laughs> Breaking Bad type shit. Um, and then you've got this startup that you're at and it's just like now you're in Inc. 500. Uh, you, you're working with other people that are your age. It's exciting. You're taking on new opportunities. You're, you're, uh, uh, you're expanding. I feel like you're getting out of your own comfort zone as far as sure. you're doing presentations. You're, you're talking with doctors on the phone. Podcasts. You're doing podcast. Yeah. He's doing <laughs> other podcasts other than mine. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it is. It's exciting. So I guess, yeah. So basically what I do, and I was obviously fortunate coming in when I did. So, they needed a essentially a pharmacist to kind of be that face uh, and have that personal relationship with doctors. Right. Um, and again, the coincidence of you coming in <laughs> at the time that you did under the so you you had you wanted to move to Lexington. You needed you were looking for a job. Like God, give me something out of the sky. This falls in your lap. 
there's only two pharmacists there at the time, and then you know both of the pharmacists, and then you end up going, you get the job, and then you were at 15 employees then, and now you're at 70 employees and 21st in in the country uh, for the Inc. 500 (laughs) of the companies in the U.S. Yeah. So yeah, so it was definitely yeah, it was definitely it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely a blessing. Uh, so God definitely uh, <sighs> pointed me in the right direction on that one. That's something um, else, man. But yeah, so and I love the role that I have. So I'm definitely the uh, uh, like I said, I have that personal relationship with a lot of with a lot of our doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do one of the main things I do is do a lot of onboarding calls. So we have you know multiple new doctors every day want to sign up with our accounts yeah um doctors that have let's talk about the clients real quick yeah uh, can't go into specifics on the clients but we have have very vip um you know because it's all cash based uh it's all cash based so i mean obviously none of these products are covered by insurance so yeah we ship all over the country so you know of course there's uh professional athletes and you know, celebs and things like so that, that. When he says celebs, he just skipped over celebs. We're talking about like A-list celebrities, <laughs> like like people, you know. <laughs> can't you, say the names. You, we can't say the names, but you know of these people. Let yeah. me just let me just go ahead and say that. And the, the, the peptides, um, so to, to, can you give a brief overview of what even a peptide is, basically? Yeah, so a peptide is essentially a chain of amino acids uh, so that, we, that we're able to compound in different sequences. Uh, that essentially is going to act as different signaling molecules in the body. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> just to put it brief. Yeah. Uh, but and what do they do? Yeah. So I mean, uh, we have. I mean, we have over fifty peptides currently that we compound. But I mean, there's over seven thousand um, in the research and five thousand or seven thousand in the you know in our bodies naturally. So basically, a lot of these peptides are naturally found in the body, and we're just getting them in more in higher concentrations. So. Our biggest ones are some of the growth hormone peptides. So instead of people taking exogenous growth hormone, that's going to shut down, you know, kind of that feedback loop and shut down your own production, similar to testosterone. Right. So whenever you you take, whenever you take tests in layman's terms here, whenever you take like testosterone or, or HGH or something like that, you, you, you get it from exogenous sources and then your body's like, okay, we're good on these sources. So let's just not produce anymore. So peptides are different. Exactly. So the peptides are not going to shut down that production. So essentially, they're just going to hit receptors to naturally release uh, your growth hormone. Uh, so you're going to get benefits like sleep, energy, um, muscle help, growth, muscle fat gro- loss. lean muscle, yeah. fat loss. Yeah. And then, of course, we have peptides for Alzheimer's, neurodegenerative diseases. Uh, we've seen some pretty amazing miracle stories with traumatic brain injuries, mm-hmm. concussions, where it's just completely changed people's lives. Uh, cancer repair and recovery is huge. Yeah, uh, I have I've taken a few of the repair and recovery. He's, ex- he's, he's experimented a little bit. Intramural basketball. I'm getting too old for that, so I've definitely <laughs> had to do the repair and recovery aspect uh, of that. He's uh, he's a high performance athlete, guys. He's got <laughs> he's got to take the best of the best. Yeah, the church league. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so I still need the repair and recovery uh, peptides. But yeah, so just as quickly as. They just work, I mean, so much better than, so we're all about just, uh, I mean, optimizing health right. uh, before it gets bad um, and getting people off of, you know. So a lot of people come to us when they're like, you know, I've tried all this traditional medication, I still feel like shit. Mm-hmm. 
and, and I want something more natural and want something that's going to work. And right. that's why we don't do any marketing. So we, we've yeah. made it to the number 21 without any really essentially any no marketing. It's mm -hmm. just been word of mouth. So just with that's the just results. so just so ever in case there's any uh, business gurus out there, that just means that you've got a really fucking good product. That's <laughs> what that means. Whenever you don't do any marketing basically at all and it's all through word of mouth and you're working with, you know, a-list a -list celebrity, wow, I can't even talk, I've had a few glasses of wine, uh, A-list celebrities, and then you have uh, whatever, top performing athletes in the world, it's like, that's, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. it's a big deal. So yeah, so I get to go to the conferences, so I mean, I guess that is would be considered our, if we do any marketing, that's what our marketing is, we go to different medical conferences set up. Uh, right, so all around the world. There. So we get to talk, yeah, so we, I get to travel a decent amount, more than what yeah. my wife, uh, would want me to do, especially, <laughs> yeah, especially, especially because. with uh, with the baby on the board. That's, right. Uh, yeah, that's coming in uh, in end of January or February. So right. So yeah, guys. So listen, I'm I'm gonna be a funkle. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a fun uncle. This is uh, for context here. I guess we probably should have said this at the beginning, but you're three years older than me, so you're you're 28 yeah, right now. 29 in less than a month. Right. 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 Um, so yeah, so he's a little bit older, but yeah, this is the first. This is the first baby in the family, and uh, we're all very excited. And yeah, I think he, the parents are a little excited. Yeah, mom and dad are fucking stoked. <laughs> uh, they want some grandbabies bad, um, but yeah. So that's uh, the, uh, the little boy is coming in. Um, yeah, end of January, end of beginning January, of February, beginning of so, February. Yeah, as you said, it's, it is a boy. Right. So we yeah. found that out. Uh, yes. No, <laughs> I was for sure pumped. <laughs> yeah. I would have been happy either way, but uh, yeah, just of course the boy, the first, the first one go around. I uh, was definitely wanting, and so was Kristen, my wife. Um, so yeah, we're both uh, super excited. I'm super more nervous than she is, of course. But she's nannied, you know, through uh, throughout college, so. Uh, she's got some experience. Yeah, she's definitely got the experience. Uh, so yeah, so and you'll figure anything it out. goes wrong, I <laughs> yeah. call for help. But uh, yeah, I definitely have. I feel a lot better that she knows what she's doing. Uh huh. Um, in that aspect, but yeah, I'm just gonna wing it and see how that's, that's, see how things go. Well, it sounds like the 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 theme throughout this entire podcast basically is winging it yeah. and i like i like talking i mean obviously my brother so it's it's different but like even with other people that i talk to like i like talking about the real shit like the struggles that you like the the different decisions that you had coming up through college um you know your back was against the wall you needed to make that work you did make it work but then and then you had to go back home and work for a little bit so that later on you could move to somewhere that was more preferable, uh, where you wanted to live. Uh, you ended up doing that. You had a, a coincidence from the heavens that came down and fell into your lap, and uh, you were able to take advantage of that based on uh, prior connections and experience, which is just amazing. And then now you're doing this. You've you've got your career figured out for you know you, you're you're enjoying what you're doing. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a career that you're happy with, um, and that you can support your family with. And then now you have a little one on the way and it's like, it's just this, this is the real type shit that I want to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's definitely been the, uh, kind of the perfect storm with everything. I mean, you know, it's, uh, but I feel like people have that, like whenever success, like success is so much luck. I feel like that oh, people don't sure. give it enough credit. So first off, we're just white males. Let's go ahead and throw that out there. Like that's we're already ahead of ahead of the pack in that way. But 
Uh, it's just like luck just plays such a big role um, into all this. And yeah, like you said, we're just we're super we're super blessed with the parents that we have, with the um, the, the the girlfriends and, w- and wife that you're you're with, and everything. It's like um, we're just we're very uh, blessed for the situation that we're in. Oh yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. So and then like yeah, and so and then the kids just mm-hmm. kind of the uh, icing on the cake. So <laughs> right. So yeah. Yeah. Both super excited about it and. Yeah, so we'll have that next year, and yeah, and of course the the ongoing joke is, are you going to shoot your kid up with peptides? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think about Sorry. that, but yeah, I no. get that a lot. Are you going to shoot the kid up with peptides? Yeah, and, that's yeah. basically what we I were. Said, no, I'm just going to let him do his own thing for for a while. Oh man, I and I I still feel like it hasn't even really sunk in with me yet i think it will and it probably hasn't even sunk in really with you yet no. because it's just like then whenever it comes that's whenever it's gonna that's be. when it's gonna really hit me and i tell kristen and she probably gets on to me a lot and mm-hmm. I mean, you know me i'm not a super emotional guy i'm pretty wow it runs in the family <laughs> yeah. I, I understand i know i can be high energy on here but you can you can ask my girlfriend as far as emotions go it's like we're pretty pretty steady I yeah, feel like exactly she's always like she's always she's for sure the pessimist she says she's the realist but <laughs> the real that's that's how, that usually goes hand in hand the realist yeah. and the pessimist so she's always like well what if you lose your job tomorrow or what if you all go out of business like mm. they were Inc. 500 she's like well you never know I was like okay well <laughs> I was like, uh, but yeah, so she's, right, right, you know, right. so she's, she says I should definitely be more excited than what I am, but I was like, I am, I just, you know, I'm not one to jump for joy. Oh, that's so with, interesting. I'm glad we're talking about this with, now. Mal needs, I know Mal, I know my girlfriend is going to be listening to this, but she needs to hear that because I am the exact same way. And I don't like, I'm, I'm obviously you're stoked. Like, obviously yeah, sure. I know you're pumped and you're going to love that child like crazy. But as far as, I wonder if we get that from dad. Cause I feel like dad's pretty, uh, I, don't get me wrong. He can, he can like have, have a great time and everything just, just yeah. like we can as well. But for the most time, dad's pretty chill. He's yeah. pretty like, kind of like stoic, I guess about yeah. things. Like not many things are going to bother my dad or at least yeah. he's not going to show it. Right. No, for sure. And that's what, I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely comes to me. And even with stress, I mean, I stress wise, I get that all the time. Like, why do you never seem like you're stressed out? And I was like, well, it's just, I mean, I've just been, that's mm-hmm. kind of the way I've grown up. I just stress. I don't let things, you have to, it takes a lot to really get under my skin oh, that's, and piss that's, me off. This is interesting. to set me off. Yeah. So, I'm the same way. But like I said, it's the same way. So with stress, but also like I said, with excitement, I mean, you can give me a million dollars. I'm going to be like, hell yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks. Sweet. But I'm not going to do a dance around the table <laughs> right. or anything. So I'm just never, you know, so, and I mean, I think a lot of that's girls too, but they just get so much. And obviously when you're pregnant, it, you feel super more attached to it, having the baby growing inside you. Oh, but, of course. The females are always going to be more attached than the males. But, I, you know, it's always been, and, but Kristen's dad, so my wife's dad is, was, is the same way too. He's yeah, you're always right. been He's super chill, chill and mm-hmm. not, super emotionally doesn't mm-hmm. get you know super excited super we high or super about, low yeah we told him about the baby and he's like oh well congratulations <laughs> <laughs> right so but you know he's excited yeah you of know, course he's super excited especially having five girls so yeah he okay. did crack a joke whenever we told him it was a boy he goes oh, i've never heard those words before 
<laughs> so yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, he, your 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 wife's dad has five girls and yeah. no boys. No boys. Well, yeah, they tried. Yeah. <laughs> they, they tried. I told Kristen we're not trying. Like that. <laughs> yeah, so right I, from the get go, I would give up way before the five girls. Um, five. Yeah, but, but yeah. So Kristen's always gets on to me for just not be not just about the baby, but just. In general, you know, mm-hmm. I wish you'd be, I wish you'd be more excited yeah. about this or with that. It. And I'm like, I mean, I am excited, but I'm just showing it. Is it, we? I feel like we show it in different ways. Like the thing, like yeah. And I've talked about it. Like the way that I show it would be more so, um, like I don't know. And I don't want that to come off, come this, this come off wrong or anything. But it's like I see my care as like providing. Like making sure that we have money to do the things that we want to do to take care of the child, um, everything like that. Like obviously we're going to love the child as well, but we show love by making sure that security and safety and everything is the environment is optimal. Right. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah. And I've, yeah, and I'm much, you know, and even getting a gift every now and then, like, yeah. Hey, I do appreciate everything that, that <laughs> yeah. you do because I mean, yeah, yeah, you do yeah. a lot around the house. Right. Um, and I know sometimes I'm bad at showing the appreciation, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. there. <laughs> right. I know. I know. And it, that's, th- this is super cool. And yeah. Um, with, you think it's because I feel like mom and dad never like, well, first off, and again, like I said, we're blessed. People are going to hear this. I'm like, wow, fucking spoiled or whatever. But it's like, I feel like we never, I never heard mom and dad fight almost right. ever. Like as far as. As far as negativity goes in the household growing up, like yeah. it was basically none. Yeah, um, mom around. Yeah, and and our mom is just the the <laughs> kindest, most optimistic ray of sunshine in the world. Um, and yeah, dad's just pretty stoic. So I feel like that's a mix of that stoicism and optimism kind of put together, and then that's yeah. what happens with us. Oh yeah, I mean conflict with me. I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll. That's fine. We'll agree to disagree or I'll just, I'm very quick to just go with the flow. Right. What's like, next? Go with the flow. I'm what like, is right, next? It's not that big of a deal. Right. If it was my fault, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> if it's your fault, it's, it's okay. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just this not is... argue about this and then we'll just move on. And well, it's just like what it's just, it's not going to accomplish anything. It's only going to make things worse exactly exactly I, I don't know i said this on a podcast i don't know maybe it was my last one but i was watching um bridge of spies and has tom hanks in it and it's it's about uh it's got the russians in it and the germans and americans uh or maybe it's just yeah i think it's those three but then there's there's a uh there's a russian prisoner uh that the americans uh um, yeah the americans take take a russian prisoner he's a spy basically uh but this Russian spy was, uh, he was about to be, uh, put to death. He was about to be tortured or, or whatever. And as the American, as Tom Hanks was talking to him or whatever, uh, he was just telling him all these bad things were about to happen to him. And the Russian guy just kept responding with, he just kept like, he never had any emotions of worry or anger or guilt or sadness or, uh, resentment or anything. And he just kept looking at Tom Hanks and he was just like, will it help? And it just over and over again, as this dude faced these, these hardships and challenges and things like that, it's like, he just kept asking the same question. He was just like, will it help? And if I feel that same exact way, and obviously I'm not trying to compare being a Russian spy or anything (laughs) to what we're going through, but it's just like, 
that's the question that I feel like I, I ask myself too often. I'm just like, will it help? Whatever response, whatever argument we're about to go through, negative feelings or, or, or whatever, I just always ask myself, like, will it help? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it can go even as simple as my wife asking me what shoes I like on her. I was like, is it going to matter? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell her the yeah. ones on the right. And she was like, ah, I still like the ones on the left. I was like, okay, yeah, go for it. <laughs> You're right. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so it can be as simple as that. But uh, yeah, it's just, I've always been that way. I've, I've always wanted to or tried the, my best to avoid conflict. I'm definitely not a fighter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, me and that's, you know, like you said, going out of my comfort zone. So me becoming in a managerial role has definitely pushed me out of that comfort zone because yeah. I've always just wanted to be, be, you know, be nice to everyone, be everybody's friend. But especially in a company like this, I've definitely had to be more assertive, be more assertive and have that managerial leadership role and be like, all right, guys, I can't be always the nice guy. Right. I can't always be your friend. I a hundred percent agree. So I'm definitely not the, uh, like my, like the owner, you know, right. He is definitely the alpha male. Right. Um, and everybody knows it, which is why he's in the position that he's in and you're, you're in the position you are. You're still like the nice guy, but whenever you had to put your foot down, you've got to put your foot down. So I just, yeah. And that's the only way you're going to be able to gain some respect. And I've Mm -hmm. definitely learned that over, over time. Cause it was definitely a hard transition. I'm for sure still learning. Yeah. Um, but having the people above me that I do. Right. And seeing the way they lead. Right. Know, definitely. But would you yeah. say, I would think, I think, and obviously this, this, uh, I definitely think that this comes from mom, us being like, uh, um, whatever, the nice guy or something, or just always, always like being optimistic or, or, or giving people the benefit of the doubt yeah. or something like oh, that. Sure. Um, but what I was going to say is, is whenever, um, oh my God, I completely just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> and this, this happens sometimes. Um, what I was going to, so, so yeah, we, we're always the nice guy. Oh, this is it. I got it. Don't worry. Um, do you think in the long run that typically works out better being the nice guy? So like you have, you have somebody who might be more of the alpha male or whatever might be hard on people, but I feel like in the long term, as far as a net net win, I feel like being the nice guy, being kind to people, yeah. uh, whatever. I feel like that ends up working out in the end. Yeah, I think Phil. Uh, yeah, I feel like for sure. I, I, I would never be able to be. Uh, I mean, even Gary Vee says it all the time. You know, yeah. Not everybody. Everybody thinks they want to be number one CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you realize, you know, uh, perspective, self awareness. Mm-hmm. You may be a better number three, number four. Right. Um, and that's, that's for sure. Me, you know, I definitely like to be in the managerial roles, but there's no way I would be, able you don't to, want to point the direction of the company. There's no and way I could point the direction of be hyper-focused. a company like that, mm-hmm. you know, and make those big decisions. Um, right. But yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, I think being the nice guy, um, a lot of the times, you know, it comes out uh, on top and where you, where you want to be and where I would want to be. Uh, yeah. Where, you know, I don't want people scared of me, but I want people to feel comfortable coming. Right. Well, coming if you're to me for sure. Yeah. If you're a man, if you're in a manager position, you've got to be sure. able to, to put your foot down. So do you think, did you learn that just through trial and error, basically through experience? And you're like, for sure. Oh, okay. I've got to put my foot down here. Um, and it's not because I'm trying to be an asshole, but it's because I'm trying to make sure that these people follow directions and, and shit happens. For sure, because because <laughs> yeah. if I don't put my foot down, yeah, 
Jeremy puts his foot down on me. Right, right, right. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't make any excuses as to why my team's not performing other than it's my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, why didn't you do this, this, and this? And I was like, uh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, you got to be an asshole sometimes. Um, so mm-hmm. I definitely still don't think I've been, I've reached the point to be an asshole. But right. uh, I mean, even today I had to, I had to have a meeting and just say efficiency is not where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, and I think when I say things like that, where I don't typically have to put my foot oh, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I could definitely tell today they were like, oh, he's, you know, he usually okay. doesn't do this. So he means it. Right. You know, they're like, all right, we, we've kind of crossed the line. Right. We've gotten lackadaisical. Right. He, we need to step. Right. Up. Whenever Mr. Nice Guy actually <laughs> yes. says like, like actually tries to get people shit in order, then you're like, oh, okay. He's actually serious because yeah. normally he's just all good funding. And I've, you know, it's funny as I've told my girlfriend the same thing. I was like, listen, if I'm mad, I promise you will know. <laughs> I was like, but I, as of now, like I'm good, I'm good to go. But if I'm mad, you will know. And then that's, that's exactly how it yeah. goes. And that's all it needs. And a lot of times that's, that's all they need. And sure enough. So I told them that first thing this morning and sure enough, they had, they were more productive today than they've been right. in the past couple of weeks. And one of them even came up to me and they're like, yeah, I guess we just needed a kick in the butt. Yeah. Every now and then. And like, everybody. Yeah, it, see, everybody does. You got it. Yeah. 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 Just like you needed I mean, it. I needed it too. I mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll get it again. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's what I've learned with, with coaching as well, because I, I can be the same way. Um, but every coach has to have that balance of, oh no, it's okay. Don't stress about it, whatever. But if that keeps repeating and the same pattern keeps happening over and over again, and the the goal is not being reached and it's because of just simply a lack of effort or lack of efficiency or whatever, that's whenever I found out like, okay, this person needs that tough love yeah. and that tough love is the correct coaching move. If I really want this person to yeah. uh, reach the goal that they want, like I have to put my foot down and give that whatever militant kind of uh, kick in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. You can't always say, yeah, you're doing a great job. You'll do better next time. <laughs> right. Oh, it's, no, it's okay. You're fine. fine. Yeah. It's all fine. You only gain 10 pounds. Yeah. 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 The goal was to lose 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. Well, Cool. Okay. I think, I think we're, we're going in on the, uh, the 58 minute mark here. And I think we can, we can begin to, to, to wrap this up here. And, and typically the question that I like to ask at the end is like, so obviously we know you have a kid on the way, but it's like, what, 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 what comes next? And like, besides the child, what is exciting you right now about life or about work or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Besides, besides the kid, mm-hmm. you hear that, Kristen? I'm excited about the kid because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. obviously that's number one. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, still, I just think um, I think the opportunities that are in the pipeline um, for the company for the company, mm-hmm. um, and and with Jeremy, you know, he's like I said, he's got his he owns. 10, 12 businesses. I don't know. It's feel like a different one each day. So right, ambition uh, is high for sure. So, uh, but you know, if you if you're on his side, um, he's not going to hesitate to involve you. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting the opportunity, you know, to dabble in uh, some of the other companies, healthcare companies that he's that he's got going on. You know, he's working on a mm. uh, telemedicine platform, right? Um, where 
we can kind of do uh, consults, you know, via Skype and things like that. So I may right. Um, That's to, the future. To talk guys. about peptides. I'm telling you, that is the future. Doing like healthcare through Skype or yeah. online. So uh, so yeah. So I, you know, I may get an opportunity to uh, kind of do consults with uh, patients and um, on guiding them on what type of peptides they, you know. They, they could use whether it's fat loss whether it's muscle building or whether it's you know gut issues right whatever uh, autoimmune diseases whatever it may be so that's pretty cool um, so yeah so I think the the business the growth uh, of the business mm-hmm. um, yeah and, and I think the, the fact the fact that he the, the the fact that your boss is willing to let you in I feel like that should be and the fact that you've stuck with, because obviously this guy, he's pretty cutthroat as far as yeah. whenever it comes to, if you're not getting your shit done, then you're out yeah. or whatever. So I feel like that should be, um, uh, you know, uh, a sense of accomplishment for you and something that you could be proud of because you have, you had this, this job opportunity that was out of your comfort zone or whatever, things that you didn't know about, but you've been able to step up to the plate uh, and then now things are, are, are looking better than ever. And then now you have, the, the sky is the limit basically with what you can do. So I think that that's, um, something yeah. really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's just the, I, I don't know what the opportunities are. And honestly, so I just hired a pharmacist last week mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that they, one of the frequent questions I get is, so what are my opportunities here? Right. And my answer is, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I said, but I can promise you there will be opportunities. Right. I said, again with our growth and with the owners that we have yeah he couldn't even tell you what the opportunities yeah. are going to be right um but i can promise you opportunities are going to open up if you're good enough if you're good enough if right. you're willing to put in the effort and i always tell them mm-hmm. it is one going to be the one of the most chaotic mm-hmm. places you're going to work at right um i said things are going to change every single day workflows are going to change every single day um but i love that yeah and i said if you want to be more set and like i said stuck in the mud and kind of do the same thing mm-hmm. and know what you're going to do every day i said i promise you this is not going to be the place <laughs> yeah. the place for you and you will hate your job um but yeah so i think just the the unknown um it's exciting honestly the, somewhat yeah, the opportunities that like i said it is that unknown that's yeah. like I have no idea where this is going to be. But it's probably going to it's probably going to be pretty cool. But I have faith in in, in who's guiding it. Right. And yeah, so it's exciting. And like I said the culture is like you said most of us are young. I mean, the owner is one of the oldest ones there and he's 38 years old. <laughs> right, yeah. So, so it's yeah, it's crazy. Um yeah, so it's an exciting culture and um yeah, definitely. It's good. Probably the most excited for that yeah. apart from the kid right apart from the kid let that be noted um awesome awesome okay this was great um if you guys couldn't tell i admire my brother very much uh we've been close my entire life and we've been wanting to do this podcast for a while and i'm glad that we uh were able to do it and yeah just wanted to thank you for for coming on dude yeah. appreciate it thanks for uh <laughs> Have me on next time if you want. I can go a little more sciencey with on your peptides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll 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 dive a we'll dive a little bit deeper in case anybody's got any questions or anything like that. Um, <laughs> normally I do plugs and things. I guess you can your your inst, what's your Instagram? God, <laughs> <laughs> when did, when's the last time you posted? Yeah, I, know. 
I tried to be Matt a while ago before I tried it. tried to be me. I tried Just, to be like Matt. Uh, yeah, he, he was trying to grow his following and things. I, I helped him out making yeah. some infographics and things like yeah, that. He for sure did. And then and I was doing it for a while, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Before Taylor made came and then in the yeah, I got that job. I was like, oh, I can't okay. do that anymore. All right, so I'm gonna skip the old uh, Instagram, and I'm gonna like, do some some real work here. Yeah, I was like, I cannot. Uh, I think it's what at Blake dot McLeod. Yeah, Blake dot McLeod. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, that's really all you're. Kidding. Yeah, and then and then if they want to visit TaylorMade, I guess more they can. What is it? TaylorMadeCompounding.com. Yeah, TaylorMadeCompounding.com. Right, and, and it's T it's T A I L O R M A D E. Um, so it's not like TaylorMade like the golf company. It's TaylorMade like yeah, a uh, clothing tailor. Yeah, T A I L O R. Right. Uh, yeah, and that's my email too, Blake at TaylorMadeCompounding.com. Yeah, there you go. That works too. Um, all right. Blake, thank you. Um, everybody else, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Yep, sure. I'll have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. See you guys. Bye.